Casey. This year, St. Michael's received a very special Christmas gift from two new friends of our community. Dimitri and Rufo are artists and pilgrims connected with the Los Angeles Catholic Worker House. We had the pleasure of hosting them for a few days around the Christmas holiday. During their time with us, they painted a beautiful mural of the Virgin of Guadalupe and challenged our community to remember the families being separated and detained at the U.S. border. I got a chance to chat with Rufo and Dimitri about the Virgin of Guadalupe, their pilgrimage, and the crosswords, roads of art, activism, and faith. First of all, Casey Jones, thank you for your hospitality, bringing us back to St. Michael's, which at the tail end of the last mural project that Rufo Noriega and I, Dimitri Kadiev, did, St. Michael's welcomed us and made us so at home, and were such it was such a warm and good energy sort of community. So first starting off with thanks for that. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And uh, so the, this project, my name is Dimitri Kadiev, and I'm a traveling artist for God. Yeah, our, we have a dear friend, his name is Kianaro, mm-hmm. and he is a, he's out of Mexico, and he used to be actually a teacher in Mexico, but then he started to change to becoming a, a social justice activist, but the country started to persecute him and his family, so he fled, and he, he fled with his wife, Sofia, and they, they are an old association of the Catholic Worker Movement. In fact, they lived at the Catholic Worker House for a while. But Sophia had some mental health issues which caused her to do dangerous things, so they couldn't uh, provide hospitality to them anymore. And now they live on, like, in a ho- homeless encampment right on Highway 101, or is it 110? It's, but it's right near no. Oliveira Street. Uh, 101 uh, off Alameda and... Oh, yeah, Old Barrow Street. Right near uh, the, there. The old tradition on the Union Station, just near downtown. It's in downtown, actually, yes. And Hinato has been, um, he's been a, a painting ally and associate. And so when I was doing the, the mural, it's a, a, a big one on Catch-21, which is a, a fish the restaurant. Living, the Living Water. Yes. We, we did a big, it was 77 feet long, and it was on a fish restaurant, and the Cambodian Buddhist man who runs it is an old friend of the Catholic worker. His name's Kenny. And he welcomed, because this wall had get, would get tagged all the time, and he welcomed us to paint on there. And when I saw Hinato, I was like, hey, bro, we're... Because Hinato would come to the kitchen sometimes and leave his, his partner back at their camp. But um, I said, hey, man, do you want to paint with us? We're going to start this blah, 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 and we're going to do this project. And he was into it. And he came faithfully, man. Every single day that we were painting, he would show up with his cart full of all his possessions, and he would just roll up and work. And he just, he was so faithful to the project. And then when I would try to hook him up with food or money, he'd be like, oh, no, I'm doing it because I love it. But, it, you know, we wanted to support him as well because he was assisting us. And there was like, I think there was five of us who regularly showed up to paint this massive wall, Rufo being one of the brothers. And um, a couple folks from the Catholic Worker and a couple folks from Skid Row, one of them being Crusoe and another being Ray Lewis. And um, so it was a full crew of us that was steady. People would come in for a day and they'd help or they'd come in for a short time. But Hinato came from the beginning and he stayed till the end and he assisted. And he came later and he painted the California bear on the front of the, the building. And he eventually, and he got credit on that wall as well. And then he eventually helped me with a sky scene 
like right above the bear a year later. And he was actually, he's one of the guardians of that wall because um, Tigers. one time I came back to the wall and somebody tagged and defaced one of the images. But he, without me knowing it or even asking him, he came in and he corrected it being like a little uh, protector. So when I finally found out, because I hadn't, after that project, I didn't see him for like a year, and I, I didn't know where he lived. So when I finally found him near Alvera Street, I, um, I, I asked him, I said, what's going on for you? What, you know, try, tell me your story, Leonardo. And he was telling me that he was being persecuted not only by the cops, but by the robbers. Everybody would just come by and give him and the other homeless folks in this encampment hard times, steal their stuff, threaten them with knives. The cops would hassle them, waking them up all through the night. And I was like, oh my gosh, man, what can we do to help you and protect you? The idea of painting the Virgin and giving them a uh, protector, a spiritual protector, came to my mind. And um, and that night I was going to see Rufo and we were going to paint together. And so he and I painted the Virgin for Genaro. And like at least the paint, we did the paint lines for him on a piece of canvas, or no, a piece of wood. Mm-hmm. And that eventually Genaro uh, put in, in, his, uh, in his homeless encampment as a, as a patron and a protector of that. So he is one of the original um, Guadaluperos and and uh, Rufo is my mentor, Guadalupero. So the the artists who are involved in this are diverse and have come from different communities and come from different elements. But it's it's without limitations. It's inclusive because Guadalupe is inclusive. So. Right on. Did you want to say anything else about Genado? Well, I was just like to say I, I enjoyed. It was nice working on that project in Skid Row because we were not outsiders moving in. We it was a community project with community artists. There was Skid Row artists who were doing beautiful work and sharing their 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 love of uh, their love of the subjects they were talking. They were adding their putting in their insights and their their subject matters and. You were seeing it expressed on the wall, and uh, and seeing them share their enthusiasm and joy, uh, it puts it was inspiring. Especially as a person, you know, you're not homeless, and then you see these people who deal with so much things, and yet they are still happy, and they're still keeping faith and hope. Uh, it it puts in perspective everything that you're working for. Amen. It also taught me that wall, because it was so big and so many people participated, it showed the whole sequence of teaching where the person who comes in to volunteer for a day, you say, hey, I'll just color that, paint that blue. And then if they do it and it's adequate and they listen to you, and then you say, hey, okay, paint that orange or paint that yellow or, you know, and then they do it. Then you're like, okay, the next step is you do a symbol. Take a symbol from your own drawings and we'll put it on the wall if it has meaning for you. Like somebody did a, a hummingbird and another person did the flower of life. And, um, then, and then they do one symbol, they do a second symbol. Mm-hmm. And th- then I say, okay, such a big wall. The third step is you paint your own mural on this chunk of wall. And so they would come up with a design and they'd show me and then we'd put it straight on the wall. And there, there would be a little bit of negotiation, a little discussion, but it was a pathway of progression, mm-hmm. learning, and, and God is teaching us how to do this because the point is to empower all these artists so they can do it themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's what uh, Rufo is doing with me, with the Guadalupero. 
um, with the Guadalupe project. But on that wall, the next step after they do their own little mural on the wall is that because jobs come by, they drive by and say, how much would you charge me to paint my wall? And you, you talk to them and then you potentially go see their wall, then you potentially bid the job and you come up with an image together. And so I was like, oh, okay, that's the next step in the education. And um, that happened for at least one of the artists. I think a couple got mural projects out of that wall. Mm -hmm. And then I went with one of the artists, Ray Lewis, we went to a wall where somebody had asked us to paint a, mm -hmm. at a market. And then you just show them, you say, this is how you, you bid a job, you estimate your time, you estimate your materials, and you estimate your time. Mm -hmm. um, or if I already said that. Mm -hmm. uh, but you, there's an estimation process, and that's, it all gets to the point where the person is putting paint on the walls themselves, and they're, they're getting their own jobs, and they're figuring out the avenue. And that's, that's in alignment with the project we're doing, because mm -hmm. the walk is part of a pathway to somebody finding their own pathway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, have a, I like to use the word regenerative, in that that's a living process, where if you just do something that just, it's, it's, if it's just something commercial or something based on a simple we pay you, you do this, do the job, goodbye, here's a receipt. It's more like, uh, I just like, do you need a receipt? Do you want mm -hmm. to sign it? Like, it's whereas to us, it's like, it doesn't end. I mean, whatever you do, you leave it so that it becomes something that people want to use and they can do what they want or they can take what they want from it if they want to use it to teach stuff. If, they want, if you make a mural that you want to make it be a centerpiece in your garden or maybe make, or, or, or do something where you have to do touch-ups and maybe like, let that be a get-to-know-people thing if they like the art and want to look at it. Everything becomes a possibility to create new things from it in a new way, exactly. to just regenerate yeah. ideas that were originally inspired by, by, by previous concepts. Because in a way, I mean, what we're doing here is just the next step or continuation of a, of, a, of a path that we've been started walking, I guess, for each in our own different... We've been walking it in our lives, in in, in, in different um, in our different ways, and it's now this is just the ne the, the path we're on right now, Next where, step. where mm -hmm. we're we're doing it together. Mm -hmm. But um, to me, it's always just think about so how to make it uh, make it a living thing, mm -hmm. and uh, and that's yeah. Well, yeah. So to me, I, I live. I like to make give myself the thumbs up. Make everything beautiful, just, and sustainable at the same time. I call it, I call it three-point compliance. But some people call it. Some people who are more hippie go, it's three-way alignment. Okay, three-way alignment, three-point compliant. Wherever you're from, make it beautiful, just, and sustainable at the same time. So I'm an artist. I like making things beautiful, but because of my experience, you know, going to college and just seeing things, you just realize. Uh, so I care about social justice issues, and justice is important. I can't make art for projects where you realize it's just for something you don't believe in, or that you realize is hurting people. And uh, but at the same time now, all of us are becoming aware of that elephant in the room that is just sustainability. I mean, or more, the, the elephant in the room, which is more environmental destruction. Mm -hmm. And I just, it forces you to also have to take into account, create a process that lets people uh, uh, be more mindful of how they do things. And if that leads them to actually create more sustainable uh, things that, that, that that aren't a burden on the environment, 
even better. I mean, luckily, as artists who do murals, it's a very straightforward project. We could try to use recycled paints. We could try to see other ways we can we can uh, make it less toxic in the materials. But at the same time, it's a it's always to me. I now feel it's important to like not get ambitious. To a certain extent, it's important not to get ambitious in that sense. Because if you want to make things that are sustainable, it's hard to think about being rich or or doing something that or branding and doing something that's just going to franchise. Because it's that's like, what are you talking about? It's like the, 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 we have to make things that are just make it beautiful, make it just, make it sustainable, and you'll realize it's just always going to be. There's always a, three, a, a, a solution that does that at, at any given time. And it's usually going to be small. But usually what happens is if you're trying to make things beautiful, just and sustainable at the same time, and you start thinking big plans, oh, yeah, we're going to have a big conference, and we're going to just like, like charter, and we're just going to get funding. It's like, no, uh, okay, I'm just going to, you just, you break it down. I want something beautiful, but I don't want to hurt anyone. And that becomes the beginning. And then you figure the other stuff out, and just you, you talk with people, you communicate, and you come with a you come together to a solution that that works for you. Amen. So I like that uh, autonomy because it definitely becomes something where you feel empowered that I can I can actually arrive at a decision on myself on, on my own with other people, mm-hmm. and we could do it on our own, do it ourselves, and uh, and 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 with the Lord and with, with the, the Lord. Holy Spirit of mm-hmm. God, it becomes empowering, mm-hmm. and people. Oh yes. So people become empowered, and then they might be empowered. Yes. It becomes regenerative, and that people who become empowered that way end up taking that empowerment and doing it in their community for other projects. Mm. So it's a good process. Right on. But anyway, so uh, I, 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 for me, I mean, also I think obviously for all of us, we, community is a big part of of that mm-hmm. path. Uh, and. For me, uh, and of course, because of sustainability, that's the technical word, but also just some connection to nature, mm-hmm. and uh, the, which here in Santa Barbara is, is easy. It's a very beautiful area. It's interesting, Rufo. You mentioned the word community, and something that I've discovered on this journey is because of Jesus Christ, because of God Almighty, I have community, you have community, Casey Jones, you have community, all over the globe, people we haven't even met yet that are our spiritual brothers and sisters who would love us and take care of us as we love and take care of others, just naturally because of that spiritual unity around the globe for people who, who have faith or who are spiritual. And that community, discovering it as we travel, whether we walk, whether we hitchhike, whether we jump train, whether we drive a car or ride a horse or fly like a bird, Meeting that community all over the country has been an integral part to inform what we're doing now because we are connecting different communities. And in California, a lot of people know each other. A lot of the progressive Christians know each other, but a lot. Of, but we are also connecting people who don't know each other. But we're meeting them on the road, individuals, groups, energetic groups of community people who are doing a dynamism like... St. Michael's, I was impressed to see the, sh- the uh, Blessings of Showers. Is that how it's mm-hmm. called? Showers of Blessings. Showers of Blessings. Mm-hmm. That was impressive, man. What a beautiful thing to do for the homeless in this mm-hmm. community. Or the, um, what was it, the uh, Safe Park. Yeah, That's exactly. a cool thing that Cal is doing for its people. Or the, the meal that you guys have on Mondays. Yeah. 
all of those things, and I'm sure there's many more things that are super dynamic and fun and interesting and meaningful and nourishing and protective and things that you guys do. But that in itself, as an identity for your community, is so significant. It's so meaningful that you being connected in some way with all the other progressive Christian communities or even any faith community that are trying to serve their, their most vulnerable populations creates a network. And it's an energetic network and it's a, a spiritual network where the Holy Spirit loves to traverse and loves to move from community to community to community, making, and I guess some people call this cross-pollination, but it's also like uh, mutual benevolence. Mm -hmm. And it, suddenly you're like, hey, we're not alone. We're not the only ones who feel that justice is the thing that we have to commit to. Or we're not the only ones who are showing this type of compassion. Actually, they are doing it in the next town and the next town and the next city. And those people are doing it there and that state and this and that and that country and the other country and other planets. And you're like, huh, we're part of a very large community, which is global. Mm. And so there's, there's, so you have no... What I, what I feel is you have no excuse. <laughs> yeah. like, so what are you waiting there's for? There's no excuse. Yeah, it's like, you're afraid they're not going to hear. There's, you're part of a large community. There's going to be people who will understand, and you're not going to be trying to uh, convert everyone. The point is you've got to put out the message that you feel called to make. Amen. And if you put it out there, it will be enough. You will find what you need and for, you know, the community that you need. And ask God the Lord. God will give you just enough. Yeah, and the Lord, ask the Lord, what message do you want me to carry? What do you want me to say, Lord? What do you want me to do? It's such a humbling thing to ask God. Yes. This invisible force that a lot of people believe in. Ask this invisible force, what should I do with my life? And a lot of people aren't willing to take that leap of faith. But when you have the experience, when you seek out the truth of life, when you seek out the fulfillment of human existence, and then you find it, you're like, oh my God, what do you want me to do? I'll do whatever you say. I love you. Mm -hmm. And then this, this beautiful, un, like this beautiful opening happens. This beautiful blossoming happens in our soul. And that's what the arts have been a huge thing for me, but also social justice is the roots, and you can't like have art without social justice. Otherwise, it's just propaganda for the wealthy. You can't have... Um, but the homeless need beauty, too. That's what Dorothy Day said. She's thank just, you. The, the homeless need beauty, too. It's not an upper-class thing. And once you realize that beauty is in the street and that it's your job to share that... As if you're a Christian, you want to share beauty with everyone... And you want to share it with the most oppressed because they're the ones who need the beauty the most. You know? Oh, yeah, man. Because unfortunately, the security guards aren't going to let them into the mall, you know, to see, to enjoy the beauty in the movie. <laughs> or the theater, gallery. Or the gallery. It's like uh, once you realize that it's, you're all connected, you just can't be, you don't want to be separate. You don't yeah. want to not cross the border and shake hands and and arms and, 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 yes. share and cross arms with your fellow human beings. Yeah. It's been revelatory to see that every demographic, every ethnicity reveres art. Everybody on the globe, man, the rich, the poor, well, everybody. Yeah, like that's the saying I like to say, like art is the is the only theology that matters. People get it. They're not going to read Thomas Aquinas. They might not read the encyclical of a pope or the writings of some mystic, but they will see a work 
that brings it all together. Right. St. Augustine said, uh, Credo ut intelligam, I believe in order that I may understand. And that shows the power of beauty because people will try to understand something that they believe in. Mm. When they see something that just hits them in the heart and goes, what is that? Mm. Whether it's a just act of righteousness or the Virgen of Guadalupe or all. In our case, seeing a procession of people carrying an image with bands and just in procession down on Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, Mm -hmm. when you see it, it, you have the the vision. You get get this clear uh, image that helps coalesce all these things that might otherwise just be uh, spread out and incohesive. Mm -hmm. So when I think of that, that, that's an important thing. And we all have a gift to share in that art. Because when I think of art, I mean... As a Catholic, one who was raised Catholic, and, and I guess in the Episcopal Church, of course, too. I mean, ritual is part of our lives, and it ties into that ties in the beauty, the community, and the environment because it's based on the seasons. Most rituals throughout the year, most of us, it's beautiful, and we can just all be silent and share sometimes in these these collective. But because it's also communities have their readings and they yeah. have their petitions you end up realizing what it matter what did you need to do now in the here and now mm-hmm. so people want all three they want to share with each other they want to share with nature and they also want to share with that indescribable thing that we just call either beauty or god but it's that it's that other that's a very interesting point because even here at St. Michael's, the stained glass window of this building or the architecture of this building is so beautiful. It just makes you feel like uh, this place has been created in a sacred way. Apparently, the architect was inspired to make this look like a tent, mm-hmm. which is interesting because some theologian pointed out to me that the word tent is referenced 333 times in the Bible. Mm. Tent. And everywhere you, I've traveled in a lot of social justice circles, people have been connecting in tents. Like you go to Skid Row, there's a whole lot of tents. Mm -hmm. You go to Standing Rock, a lot of tents. You go to uh, Occupy, a lot of tents. We went down to the Mexican border in TJ and to to visit with the, the, uh, the people who were in caravan. They were living in tents. You're like, hmm, there's something, there's something epic about this this thing, this iconic shape. But even just going to a, a conventional church for Christmas, which was in where I grew up, I saw art all over the church, right? There was, all, there was wooden sculptures, there were stone sculptures, there was tapestries, there were stained glass windows, and, and then there was music, right? There was all this like art that supported the gospel to, to communicate the gospel. And, and even... Um, I remember a church in New Orleans near the Catholic worker there. there the art there was ridiculous in every medium you could imagine, in every form, stone and wood and metal and paint and, and uh, tapestry and thread and music. And, and so you realize that the creative arts go hand in hand with sharing and being a vehicle for communicating the gospel. Yeah, and people who have gifts in that, they have a role to play and they want to participate and you offer events and stuff that let them participate, they might find they find their path in, in your activity and you end up maybe ne- uh, working together on projects later on. It right. ends up being the beginning of another story, which is always, which is beautiful. Oh, yes. So, uh, and speaking of like, Sharon Richard, you asked me to do some Gregorian chant. Yeah. Here, well, um... 
a pause and, and, and make, a, make a little break in the, in the podcast. Go. Okay, so I thank you, uh, uh, Brother KC, for letting me, and, and Dimitri for suggesting I do some chant. Um, I've been singing Gregorian chant for about, I guess, 27 years. I learned it. Uh, learned it in university, and I kept doing it on my, but I, I, I enjoy, I learned to sing it as a form of meditation among uh, lay people, Catholics, who we just gathered, someone knew how to sing Gregorian chant, and she taught it to us, and we ended up doing a community that would do prayers from the divine office, because you don't need a, a church or a priest to do it. It's the prayers that monks would traditionally sing in the Catholic church, and it was, this is the evening prayer. It, 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 of course, it all corresponds to the Episcopal Church and the church they have, uh, their prayers are come from the, from this, they have different, they have, uh, in, the English names are different. They have, they call it Evensong because it's evening song. Uh, we call it Vespers from the French word for it. Uh, but it's the same. And so, uh, but actually, what I, I, we learned to sing it with that, and I was singing Vespers for feast days. But at the end, we would always do the uh, Marian Antiphon. A Marian Antiphon is it's this hymn or melody that you would sing at the end of the prayer service, because uh, monks would sing it at the end of the day, but uh, we sometimes would do it at the end of the Vespers service. It's seasonal. It changes. There's four Marian Antiphons depending on the season, ordinary time, uh, Paschal time, uh, Lent, and Advent. And so I would like to sing the Marian Antiphon for Advent because it's gorgeous. It's one of the prettiest songs. And since we're in, since we're in the Christmas Advent season, I would like to share it. It's called Alma Redemptoris Mater, which means the, the Dear Mother of the Redeemer. And it's, oh, oh, Dear Mother of the Redeemer, you remain the gate by which heaven is accessible and star of the sea. Help the fallen people who long to rise. You who, to the astonishment of nature, gave birth to your holy creator, virgin, both before and after, receiving that ave from the mouth of Gabriel. Have mercy on us sinners. Virgo, priu, 
Acosterius, Gabrielis Abore, Zunensi Ludabet, Peccatorum Misere.